it's the Alvin Chipmunks broadcasting live from outer space. And you're listening to Gary Snyder, Rex Gardner, and T.I.V. on SoundCloud.com and iTunes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in today uh, featuring the Alvin Chipmunks there. Uh, thanks there, Alvin. Hey, my name is Gary Snyder, the host of the Flock Talk Show. And uh, joining me once again and forever, Rex Gardner. Buddy, how's it going? Good. How are you doing, man? Hey, we got a lot to talk about today, Rex. Uh, starting off with uh, Oregon's loss on the road to Arizona State. Also going to jump into Oregon's next game on the road once again at Cal. And uh, college hoops, there's a lot of stuff going on there with Louisville and Rick Pitino. Um, news that's not really being talked about right now. Cavaliers signed Dwayne Wade. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And our uh, big topic today uh, the NFL, Donald Trump, and uh, the National Anthem. <laughs> That's just so much stuff going on there in the sports world. So uh, going to be a pretty good show today. Yeah, busy, 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 man. So uh, jump into this game with the Oregon Ducks at Arizona State. Uh, a game that the Ducks had two chances to win at the end, just couldn't get, the, get it done. Rex, from offense and defense, just wasn't a real good effort out of the Ducks. Uh, your thoughts on the game? Yeah, I mean, uh, penalties really killed them. Offensive line had a lot of penalties, a lot of false starts, holding, and uh, a couple just, yeah, big little plays that just end up making a big impact. And, uh, you know, offensive line's kind of our best unit, and them not playing well, that really hurt us. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was sloppy, but you got to also say Arizona State played a pretty good game. Manny Wilkins is a tough quarterback to play against. He played real well. Also, uh, Justin Herbert talking to about the game, kind of blaming it on himself. Uh, talked to some defense um, after the game as well. They blamed themselves. It was our faults too. So it's kind of just offense and defense, just not a real good performance. Uh, looking forward though, Ducks on the road to Cal um, should should have a pretty good uh, winning percentage there. Hopefully the Ducks can figure out this week in practice before they travel down to Berkeley. Yeah, you know Cal played pretty good against uh, USC. They're they're three and one too. So you know that's not going to be no easy test. Uh, you know, Ducks are favored, and, you know, I give them a good chance at Autzen, but Cal's got a lot better, so it'll be, it'll be a fun one, night game. You know, night games are always crazy, no matter who it is. Yeah, I'm saying the Ducks travel on the road. I'm real confused there. Uh, it's actually home, 7.30 Autzen Stadium. That game's on Fox Sports 1, uh, so my bad there. <laughs> you got to fake it. No one would have noticed. No one would have noticed, so uh, not a lot of people all listening five, to anyway. All five listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all five listeners today tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> so uh rex jump into the nfl now uh it's kind of a big talk of the week uh sunday was such a different day just for every feel like every athlete uh politics and all uh what what is your input on this national anthem uh athletes kneeing donald trump president of the united states kind of getting involved with this on social media uh what do you think about this i mean it's it's you know it's all a mess for everybody it kind of seems uh I mean, a week ago, this thing was kind of dead, right? You know, it wasn't – there was only – I think someone said something like 10, 15 people were, you know, taking a knee or, or whatever. There was – so it was kind of dying out um, from last year. And then uh, the president, you know, tweeting and he – whatever he said at that rally uh, that, you know, those those guys need to be fired and use some language we're not going to use on the podcast today. Mm -hmm. But uh, – SOB, right? It, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, so – it uh it kind of that you know sparked this thing up it was kind he kind of put gas on a dying out fire so that made it 
a little rough, but uh, yeah, it, it's just kind of a mess. It seems like everybody's kind of losing here. You know, the NFL loses, the fan loses, the players lose. You know, they get, you know, have a lot of heat to take. So uh, it's kind of just, yeah, a messy situation and uh, kind of hoping it just kind of dies out soon here. So Donald Trump took a couple tweets to Twitter I'm going to mention here momentarily. Um, his first tweet on uh, September 24th, this is kind of late in the afternoon, sports fans should not condone players that do not stay on pride of their national anthem of their country. NFL should change policy. Um, another one, pretty powerful, the issue of kneeling has nothing to do with race. It is about respect for our country, flag, and national anthem. The NFL must respect this. Um, Rex kind of started with, didn't it, with Stephen Curry kind of visiting the White House, Donald Trump kind of dismissed his the invite, and then it all just kind of started going up and up from there. Yeah, I think, you know, as athletes, you kind of like to stay together, especially teammates, but just in general, as you saw with LeBron and Steph. But, uh, yeah, it's you know, if your fellow athletes getting called out, it's hard not to want to defend them. I know it would be hard for me not to defend them, so – yeah, you know, Steph got – he said uh, – Steph said he wasn't going to go to the White House. And then uh, then Trump tweeted, you know, invitation withdrawn. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, LeBron called him a bum and uh, defended Steph. So, yeah, that was – you know, that started it. And then the NFL thing, it, it just uh, – yeah, it, he's, I don't know what the, uh, the theory is for here, if he's really that upset or um, – I don't know what, you know, why he's calling him out. But uh, – yeah, I, I mean, I, I think he uh, had to expect that they were going to kind of rally together uh, and kind of defend one another as teammates and fellow players. So we uh, made a post yesterday on our Facebook page. Hey, if you haven't followed us on Facebook and like our page, uh, go to Facebook, search the Flock Talk. It'll come right up. Uh, we made a post yesterday. We were trying to get fans involved with this, and our good buddy Justin Moe commented, Rex, uh, made a real good uh, statement on this. Um, and he kind of understands um, that Trump is upset, thinking the players are disrespecting the national anthem, flag soldiers, and such. But he needs to stop tweeting about it. Um, the president at all does not help anything when he starts going to Twitter. And I think Justin had a pretty good yeah. point there. Yeah, I, I do too. And you know, it it just kind of seems like uh, like I get it too. You know, you know, I would. I mean, you want everybody to you know be proud of this country and. You know, the flag does mean something different to everybody just, you know, through life experiences, you know, whether you were in the military, you weren't, or you had family in it. Um, so you can't really, you know, everybody's coming from different angles here. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it seems like, you know, especially with the Steph Curry thing and all, you know, it seems like uh, the tweeting and stuff kind of getting out of hand, that's for sure. And uh, it's, you know, he, you know, that kind of, you know, if he's really trying to make a statement, you know, those kind of stuff, those comments that he's made is, isn't helping uh his case that's for sure i'd also want to thank another one of our fans amber wilson for commenting on our post as well uh kind of a funny line she wrote there at the end Uh, i think our president has a lot of other things to be worried about and should get off of twitter for five minutes so he can do something about puerto rico and the issues that need attention uh yeah thanks amber yeah i mean there yeah you know there's a lot of good discussion going on but uh, you know the kind of the thing about it was you know when this all got started it was you know to stand up for racial injustice and, you know, police brutality and, you know, issues in the country. And, you know, now it's just kind of turned into, you know, a petty war and, you know, who, who tweet about tweets and stuff. So it's kind of sucks that the, you know, the conversation's kind of switched that way. But, you know, well, I'll ask you this, Gary, but like, where, 
you know, it, it's, the thing has to die out eventually. Someone either has to win or has to blow over. So, right. you know, if where where do you see this going? You know, where who, who who's going to give? You know, will the NFL make a statement or will they be quiet? You know, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? Well, I was kind of waiting for something to come out this week of uh, Roger Cadell would come out with something to say, you know, it's time to kind of stop all this. Uh, I kind of like what Jerry Jones and Dallas Cowboys and also uh, the Arizona Cardinals did before Monday Night Football. I don't know if you uh, saw that, Rex. Um, they yeah, all did. need, uh, before the National Anthem was played, it was kind of a uh, just equality kind of a thing. And then when the National Anthem started playing, they all stood up. And I think that was, uh, I think that was pretty respectable thing to do at that moment, especially Monday Night Football and kind of ending this whole week of this uh, nonsense. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what. That's just you know what it's gonna take. It's gonna take uh, everybody be on the same page, and you know, you know, and that 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 was great. You know, it was made the statement. It was like you know we're we're here for everybody. We stand, you know, we stand against these these issues and whatnot. But we still love this country. We're you know we're grateful for it, and we respect the flag. And you know the military. You know they lock arms with military veterans, mm -hmm. and you know that's that's just what's going to take is everybody coming together and i you know i kind of wish trump could do that you know just kind of be even if he didn't feel that way just fake it you know for a second and just say you know like we we hear you you know just, that's all it takes right just everybody giving a little and you know it, it's that easy but will it happen we'll see yeah i like what you said there uh kval uh channel 13 news out of eugene uh did a recording on head coach of the oregon ducks willie taggart and this what willie taggart had to say about the whole nfl and uh, national anthem protest and we always talk as a football team and i think it's our job as coaches to to always educate our guys on what's going on you know and sometimes our, our our guys get so caught up in just their little lives here on campus and, and football and and not really understand what's going on in in, in the world and in and, and our country and and everywhere and so we always talk about things and our guys know they they can always bring things up and and we always talk about this come together and, and and if it's something that's affect our team or anyone we're going to talk about it and, and try to do what's best for our team and make sure we're educated on, on what's going on and I think that's the most important thing is that we continue to educate our young people if we and so that's very important to me and, and our team and it's great that our guys um, understand that and when they do have issues they'll come and we'll, we'll talk about them. Willie Taggart there and KVAL Sports 13 giving credit when credit is due. Uh, Rex, your thoughts on uh, what Willie Taggart was saying there with the NFL and the National Anthem? Yeah, I mean, I liked it. You know, it, you didn't give too much information. And you, uh, luckily, you know, I mean, luckily maybe is not the right word, but they don't have to come out for the National Anthem. You know, they're still in the locker room at that time. And, uh, you know, so you don't have too much, you know, to you don't have to think about what you're going to do as a team and such. But yeah, I like what he said, you know, educating the guys and stuff. And you got, you know, 60, 70 guys of different backgrounds. So, you know, it's a, I'm sure it's not an e easy job, but it sounds like he's doing a good job. And you can tell by the way the guys kind of rally each other around each other on the field that they, they all get along and are all mm -hmm. on the same page. So, yeah, I, li I liked it a lot. So kind of wrapping things up on this uh, NFL National Anthem stuff, uh, be interesting to see later in the week, Rex, what the NFL actually does and says in uh, this upcoming NFL Sunday. Breaking news today, Louisville. On the ropes, FBI investigation, Rick Pitino, head coach of uh, Louisville, no more. Tom Jurich placed on administrative leave. He is the athletic director of Louisville 
as of right now. That might change. Uh, Rex, this is pretty big uh, situation. Uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Adidas, closing company involved in this. This is just coming out, but uh, big news coming up. Yeah, a lot of the details unclear. Uh, it's a little confusing, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy news. You know, a lot of schools involved. Sound like USC's involved. Obviously, Auburn, LS, or Auburn and Louisville sound like the two uh, major ones involved. Uh, a couple other schools here and there. But, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, a lot going on, too. You know, a lot of, a lot of stuff that's going to trickle down after this. Louisville had a press conference today, 1 Eastern time that's already passed. Looking forward to going home and kind of watching what's all going on and reading more about this. Uh, hopefully our yeah. next show will have more information on this. Uh, probably going to be going on breaking news in a couple days for now. Yeah, and a lot of uh, couple recruits from Louisville, top 100 prospects have pulled out, and uh, top 100 prospect from Auburn's pulled out, and Auburn's offering uh, refunds to season ticket holders already. So basketball season ticket holders so that it's uh it's already starting to get crazy hopefully dana altman can hop on his plane and go get a couple of those uh recruits huh yeah no kidding <laughs> so uh all of this all this news going along but uh rex got a little bit of nba news with dwayne wade and the Cavs. uh what's the big talk man yeah dwayne dwayne wade's supposed to clear waivers today and he's going to sign uh officially with the Cavs, uh one year 2.3 million dollar deal uh, and yeah, that's uh, LeBron looks excited. He said it, it's like I saw earlier. He said on an interview, it's like coming to the first day of class and uh, you don't know who's going to be in there, and your best friend ends up being in there. So he sounds excited, and I'm sure it's going to help them out a lot. I don't know if that makes them better than the Warriors yet, but uh, definitely, it's definitely going to help them out. So LeBron James, after this season, he goes on the free agent list. Am I right? Yep, correct. Where's he going? Well, I mean, that's tough. Are you going to stay home? I think he stays. Just after Dwayne, Dwayne Wade coming there makes me want to think he stays. But, you know, L.A. is a possibility. But I don't know if L.A. is ready to win a win a championship yet, even with him there. With Dwayne Wade coming there, that's probably a pretty good chance. LeBron might stay. That's all. Uh, probably look, I'm really looking forward to seeing what goes on with that. Yeah, and you know the NBA crazy offseason. Mello, Mello, and Paul George going to OKC. You know Jimmy Butler to Minnesota, Kyrie to Boston, and uh, it's, yeah, it's it's going to be a fun season. You know a lot of new faces, are uh, same faces, just different places. Portland Trailblazers, they're probably not looking too shabby this year. I'm a big Blazers fan. I know you're a big uh, Boston Celtics fan. Yeah, um, Beantown, <laughs> Rose City, but uh, just Blazers get to the playoffs and. They just kind of melted away there in about the first and second series, you know. Yeah, being an eighth seed's not the not the best spot to be in. You have to play the Warriors. Yeah, I mean Lillard and McCollum, you know, they can they can win. A, they're getting win against anybody when they're playing good. So, uh, yeah, they're they'll have a good year. All right, moving back to uh, college sports now. Let's focus now on this Oregon Cal game coming up this Saturday. It's home. Yes, it's home. I mentioned early in the podcast, uh, Ducks are on the road. But, no, Austin Stadium, uh, Ducks been gone for a couple weeks now. Back to the house, 730, Fox Sports 1, Cal Bears come into town. Rex, Cal Bears, not a real strong team. It uh, looks like the money line has not quite came out yet. Probably come out tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, Cal's last – Cal got a record of 4-1. and one. Uh, right along with the Ducks there. Should be 
a decent game, but Ducks should take care of business as uh, far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be a rebuilding year for them. And, uh, you know, good start so far. You know, winning all your non-conference games, you can't really complain with that no matter uh, what status your team's in. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, they're not going to be as easy as, you know, probably expected earlier in the year. And, uh, you know, defensively, they're playing pretty well. They played good against USC and uh, beat Ole Miss. So, uh, yeah, I think, you know, I think the Ducks should win, you know, if they play play the way they can. But, uh, it's you know, it's a losable game. You know, Cal can play good. You know, Cal's always kind of that team, too. That You know, Cal and Arizona, those mm-hmm. are the two teams I always think about that Oregon always has a tough time with, no matter what the, each team looks like. So, uh, yeah, it'll be, int- it'll be a fun one. You know, night games at Autzen are always fun. I hope to make that game. I won't be able to make it. I got another golf tournament. So I don't even know uh, when I'm going to make a game yet, Rex. Jeez. He and I will be there. Yeah. Just unreal just what college does to you. So anyway, uh, players to watch for for the Bears. Patrick Lard, uh, 52 carries on 360 yards and four touchdowns. It's kind of the key player to look for for them. Also, uh, receiving-wise, uh, really good receiver. Uh, Vic Warden the third man what a name to have there on uh, 21 receptions a couple <laughs> touchdowns and 345 yards uh, hopefully the defense can stop those two players yeah I mean uh, you know that I think they don't have they don't have like any like you said Kent they don't have too many, many standout star players but uh, you're pretty talented across the board and it's got some good athletes so they, they can score some points on you but uh, I think the big surprise for them is the way their defense is playing this year um, been pretty solid, honestly. All right, Rex. So Jalen Jelks, uh, defensive player for the Ducks, had a big game against Arizona State. Uh, what do you like from him last Saturday? Yeah, you know he's not the biggest guy on the defensive line. Little, little small on size and weight. You know he's got good height and good, good reach. But yeah, he played really good. He had high motor. You know he chasing guys down and he uh, definitely kept us in the game there for a while, uh, defensively and got some big sacks there late so yeah I mean if he has another really good game and along with a couple other guys on the defense that played well I thought Arian Springs played really good uh Tyree Robinson played pretty good and a couple of those guys Troy Dye obviously did his thing so you know those guys play good again uh I think yeah I think Cal's gonna have a long night offensively so yeah let's uh, hope the Ducks can get a win against Cal this Saturday and uh not looking too far ahead but Ducks got the Washington State Cougars coming up <laughs> Next Saturday, and it is at Austin Stadium. Uh, Pac-12 uh, North looking pretty strong this year. Washington, Washington State. Uh, Washington's pretty highly ranked as well. And then strong team in the South is USC. But, Rex, we can't overlook Washington State too much. No, you can't. You know, they're they're going to be pretty good. They've they got really good offense. Luke Falk's got it going. And, yeah, they, they'll put up some points on you. So, USC better be careful. And, you know, Pullman likes to play these days either. And uh, not, we'll talk a lot more about the Cougar and Duck game coming up in our next show. Coming up next week to end this show, Rex, we got some college football pick em. So uh, let's get it started. What do you got for us? Yeah, well, let's start off in the Pac-12 and uh, start off with the team that beat us last weekend. 2-2 two and two, Arizona State is playing on the road at 2-2 two and two Stanford. Pretty good game here, you know, kind of see where – you know, you still actually see where Oregon's at, you know, see where everybody's at. It's pretty interesting. So uh, I'm picking Arizona State in this. I'm changing my pick. I know I had Stanford written on our list. Uh, I think Arizona State has a lot of confidence. I know they're going on the road, right? Am I right to Stanford, Rex? 
Yes. So they're going on the road. I think they have a little bit of confidence. I think the Sun Devils get the win uh, at Stanford. Yeah, I think I'm going to have Stanford here. You know, I, I really wanted to pick Arizona State, and I think that they could win this game easily, so I do like your pick. But Stanford at home um, got a little confidence from the win against UCLA last week. So, yeah, give me Stanford at home. Second game, um, game we might be a little biased on, but 3-1 and one Cal on the road here at Austin against the 3-1 and one Ducks. Uh, who you got in this one, Gary? You know, I think uh, Ducks bounce back this week. Justin Herbert figures things out, leads a team to a three-touchdown victory on uh, Austin Stadium. Yeah, I'm going to take the Ducks here as well. You know, I wasn't, I mean, I'm not going to pick against the Ducks ever, but, uh, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I think they're going to play a little bit better. Herbert's going to get it going. You know, he didn't have the best game, so I think he took it a little personal. And, yeah, I think it's going to be a good weekend in Austin and, uh, yeah, well, it, it's, well, it'll be really good to see, you know, how this team bounces back, you know, compared to last year. It seemed like uh, the losses kind of piled on each other. So, yeah, give me the Ducks. And then the third game, the last game we're going to pick in the Pac-12, uh, the big game of the weekend here. It's uh, 4-0, number five-ranked USC on the road in Pullman against 4-0, 16th-ranked Washington State. Who you got in this one, Gary? This is going to be a good one. You know, Rex, I think College Game Day would have came to this game, but this game, unfortunately, is played on a Friday night. Big test for the USC Trojans as they travel on, as you said, to the Cougars. I think Sam Darnold has a big game for the Trojans, and I think they win a close one, 4 o'clock kickoff on Friday. So I got the Trojans. Yeah, I'm, I'm reluctantly and very not, not very confidently picking USC in this. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, they, didn't, they haven't played – exceptional yet i don't think they're a top five team proven a top five team yet and uh, the cougars have played well um but you know i saw their struggles against boise state a couple weeks ago and uh the beavs put up some point on, points on them so i think yeah usc i think usc has their way with them offensively and so that's why usc gets the win then going to the big games in the week around the country here uh 2-0 miami 14th ranked they only played two games because of delays from hurricane uh, Jose there, or whatever hurricane it was. There's so many of them. Can't hard, keep to, track. hard to keep track of all of them, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Against uh, 4-0 Duke. Duke is the home team here. Uh, this this could be a trap game. Duke's played well, so who you got here, Gary? Well, if this was the 1980s, this would be one heck of a basketball game. <laughs> uh, Miami, <laughs> they've had a lot of practice, have not a lot of scrimmage. I think they figure out how to get a win on the road against the Blue Devils, so I got Miami winning this one. I'm going to take Duke at home. Duke's played pretty well. They've played two more games than Miami have. Mm -hmm. Miami has kind of weird, you know, scheduling with games being canceled and such. So, yeah, I'm going to I like Duke on at home. It's going to be close, and I think they pull off the upset here. So then for our fifth game, we're going to pick 3-1, uh, 24 Mississippi State coming off of a blowout loss last weekend to Georgia. Mm -hmm. uh, on the road at 3-1, and one, Auburn is ranked 13th. This could be a good one in the SEC, really going to show you where everybody's at here. Yeah, I think Mississippi State will kind of bounce back this week after that blowout loss. But uh, I got the Tigers home. Auburn wins this game. It'll be closer than people think, but I think the Tigers will win. I'm going to take Mississippi State on this one, the road team. So I think, uh, you know, Georgia, I think Georgia's a lot better than people are giving them credit for so far. And I think Auburn is, is kind of a little overhyped. And so, yeah, I think 
I think it's going to be close, but Mississippi State's got a pretty good team, and I think they're going to bounce back, get the win. And then our last game, we're called game days at number two Clemson versus number 12 Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's the home team, both 4-0 and teams here. You know, I think this is going to be a really good one. I, I like the choice for game day here. Clemson looks really, really good. So does Virginia Tech, but I got to take Clemson out on the road. They're just they're just too good right now. Boy, what a game this is going to be! Uh, prime time on ABC right around five o'clock. I think Kelly Bryant has a big game for the Tigers, and I think the Tigers are going to win it too. I think this Clemson team, I think they can go back to back championships. What do you think, Rex? I yeah, I almost think they look better than last year's team. Kelly Bryant, mm -hmm. he, I mean, she's he looks just like Deshaun Watson out there. He's he looks like he's been a starter for a while. Uh, you know, he's got good speed, good throwing throwing arm. So, yeah, I think they're going to be really, really tough to beat. And, but Virginia Tech's gotten a lot better, but they're just not there yet. So a lot of good college football going on this Saturday, so uh, take full advantage of that. Rex, we're going to wrap things up here. Anything else you want to uh, mention about the Ducks or anything around college football? Just missing T. Ivy sitting right next to me. That's all. Yeah, T. Ivy, hopefully he can join us next week. Uh, he had a big golf tournament yesterday at Springfield Country Club and. uh Struggled a little bit, but uh, he'll be he'll bounce back in the spring. So, uh, Miss T, hopefully he can oh, be yeah. on the next show. So, uh, we're going to wrap things up here. My name's Gary Snyder once again. And uh, Rex Garner, looking forward to next week, man. Heck yeah, man. All we'll right, do it again. Enjoy the duck game this Saturday. My name's Gary Snyder. Alongside me, Rex Garner, coming to you from the Swack Media's production studio. See you next time.